Many times we need to keep our health in check, but don't know what questions to ask or where to begin. We walk in blindly to our health care provider and walk out none the wiser and maybe even more confused than before. Can you take charge of your health and arm yourself with the questions and preparedness you need? The answer is yes. Welcome to Occupy Health with Dr. Susan Downs. This program will answer your questions and give you the best practices for facing your medical partner in good health. Now, here's Dr. Susan Downs. Hi, this is Dr. Susan with Occupy Health. Here we look into various health conditions and want to give our audience information they can use to improve their health. In the past, uh, we tend to want to look at causes for conditions. But abnormalities such as kyphosis and scoliosis, which is twisting of the spine, you know, hump in the back or twisting to the side, that makes the skeleton look deformed. Doctors say there's nothing that can be done about this except surgery. Chiropractors say, at least they've told me, oh, we're going to pound this down and we'll make it better. But unfortunately, that makes it worse. So what do we do about this situation and how do we get to the underlying causes rather than treating the symptoms with surgery or pounding it to make it worse? So and today we will look at this and we'll get at the underlying problems and what can be done about it so we can grow taller as we fix our spines. So today we have Dr. Jesse Jukowitz. He's a chiropractor who's worked for over 40 years. He's researched why chiropractic results are inconsistent and they're unpredictable. People can go to the chiropractor and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't hold for very long. And so he wanted to investigate as to why this happens. So he came to study this with a background in engineering and actually made some discoveries that led to manipulation of bones being consistently and predictably effective. His viewpoint is if you build a bridge and it falls down, you cannot say it was a good bridge, but then you come up with whatever excuse. So same is true with fixing our human bodies. Chiropractors have this viewpoint that everything they do is good for the body. But anybody who's honest and willing to observe in the profession and has noticed that chiropractors have good effects, no effects, or sometimes do damage. So... Uh, let's, uh, so chiropractors either love Dr. Jukowitz for his discovery. He's created something called the Advanced Biostructural Correction. Sometimes this is referred to as ABCs, where you have a brand new body. This is a method of manipulation that consistently and predictably corrects bodies so, they will, so, pe- so people will feel like they have a brand new body. His website is I want a brand new body period today or meningealrelease.com, which is a site oriented to professionals. Actually, you, the listener, can go on meningealrelease.com and put in your zip code and find a practitioner near you. So, um, welcome, Dr. Jukowitz. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. Well, tell us, what did you discover, and why is it important? Um, Well, uh, basically, and this sounds probably pretty arrogant to a lot of people, but I discovered the basis for why bodies go bad on a structural level. And uh, so with that comes the discovery of why manipulation, not just chiropractic, um, osteopathy, and everything else, why it works when it works, 
why it doesn't when it doesn't, and how to make it work all the time. And uh, it's, it's such a simple thing that almost everybody finds it hard to believe. And the simplicity of it is, you know, chiropractors and osteopaths, everybody talks about bones out of place, and they're correct. But uh, until I came along, nobody uh, wrote down or seemed to have said that when bones go out of place, some of them go out of place in the direction you have no muscle or combination that can pull in the direction needed to correct them. And that turns out to be the biggest thing in structural health care. And that's bones go out of place in a direction your body cannot self-correct because it has no muscle or combination of muscles pulling in the direction needed to correct them. So are you talking and, like you know, that spinal bone will go forward, but there's no muscle behind it to pull it back? Well, yeah, and any, anybody who's listening to this can just, um, can just see that uh, if you reach back behind your spine, there's no muscle that attaches from a spine to something behind the spine, right? There's just nothing there. Now, if, if you go right or left, um, you can, you know, you have muscles that attach from the vertebrae to a rib, and you could pull it back in place, no big deal. If you go backward, if a bone goes backward in your spine, you have muscles in the front of your spine that attach from your spine to the back of your ribs, and then lower down, it attaches from your, the front of your spine over the front of your pelvis and attaches to your legs. Uh, if you're sitting down, you can't even stand up without pulling your spine forward. So you can self-correct the position of, and, and we're talking about the spine, but it happens many other places in your body too. You can self-correct the position of a lot of bones when they go out of place. Uh, people don't realize on a bone basis, the only place that your shoulder and arm are attached to your body is where your collarbone hits your sternum in the front. Everything else is just floating on muscles. So you move these bones out of place and you have muscles that pull them back in place, no big deal. All right? So it, most people are familiar with, let's say, a, um, uh, a dislocation. All right? You know, somebody dislocates their shoulder, which means the ball comes out of the socket and they've got no muscles that can pull it back into position, right? Almost everybody's familiar with that. Well, the same type of thing happens on a much smaller basis, and, and chiropractors talk about uh, subluxations, which is uh, a luxation is Latin for dislocation, and sub is small. So, you know, they have bones go out of place in a direction, and they talk about... Um, uh, you know, they, they, they go and make a correction, and the bone doesn't stay in place. And, you know, it's like, why doesn't the thing stay in place? And they talk about weak muscles and weak nerves and all this, but that can't be the issue. 
And the reason it can't be the issue is because they've got electric stimulators and they've got all these things that can make up for bones, uh, excuse me, muscles that are weak and nerves that are weak, and they never solve the problem. And so uh, it's, it, it, it turns out to be none of these other things. It turns out to be just plain bones go out of place in the direction your body cannot self-correct because there's no muscle pulling in the direction needed. And that's it. All right? And then, and then people are like, well, what about all these different conditions? And the answer is, once a bone goes out of place in a direction your body can't self-correct, you have to move other bones out of place to counterbalance that or to compensate for that. And so what you have is you have a bone that goes out of place, and then you have to compensate because you're unstable at that area. So if your listeners want a, um, an example of that, if they take uh, two fists, make, make two fists, and what you have is you put one on top of the other, and you make believe this is like a bone in your, two bones in your spine, all right? So if you slide the top one forward, so this is the displacement of the, the vertebrae forward, right? So your body loses bone leverage, and at that point, you start to fall forward. And this is, you know, how people's bodies go forward. Uh, Dr. Sue, I, I know your body was stuck forward, and you started getting ABC, and you started popping up immediately with no effort. And, and I so, by the way, audience, I've grown a whole half inch, and I expect to grow another few inches, by the way. I'm still growing. And, and, and you will as your body... I'm sorry. And, and you will as your body unwinds and untwists through its old injuries, which is, which is what happens. So now you've got your two fists, and one of them is the top one is you slide forward, and that represents a bone out of place in a direction your body can't self-correct. So you've lost bone leverage there. Now, you feel unstable when that happens. And you don't like that. So what you do is you twist or bend or tilt the bones in order to compensate and try and lock that up. Now, when you do that, it actually creates another misalignment, and you have to compensate for that. And so what happens is you end up with a bone out of place in the direction the body can't self-correct, and an entire compensation pattern throughout your body to try and handle the misalignments. Now, you know, people, um, most people who've been to a, a chiropractor or a physical therapist or somebody like that uh, know about where they have a manipulation that doesn't hold. You know, they say we put it in place and it doesn't hold. And, you know, they, they, they say there's a weak muscle or a weak nerve or they say something and... The reason the, the ones don't hold is because those are part of the compensation patterns, and your body has to reset that compensation. So it's not that it doesn't hold, it's that the wrong thing was treated. Now, anybody who's going to be honest with themselves 
even in uh, the chiropractic profession or the osteopathic profession or, you know, any of these things, they'll tell you, well, it works to fix people. And it does. But then they'll tell you, uh, they won't tell you that sometimes it doesn't work to fix people. And then worse, sometimes it actually makes people worse. And they don't want to talk about that. Um, but that happens. And it's, it's not that it's um, something that they can predict. It's completely unpredictable. And the reason it's unpredictable is because they don't recognize that some of these bones are going out of place in a direction the body cannot self-correct because there's no muscle pull in the direction needed. And some of these bones are going out of place as part of the compensation pattern. And that's what happens. So, uh, like in, in your case, um, you've been getting treated with manipulation for a long time before you met somebody who was doing ABC, right? Correct. Yeah. And yet your body kept collapsing. Correct. And then, then you met somebody who, yeah, then you met somebody who was doing ABC. I believe that was Dr. Wong in, uh, outside of San Francisco, right? Yes. Good old Harry. <laughs> yeah, he's great. And Absolutely. so, you know, he started treating you and immediately your body started popping up. And the reason is that he treated only the bones out of place in a direction your body couldn't self-correct, and he didn't touch any of the bones out of place in a direction your body can self-correct but didn't. And that's what the big deal is, is if you have a bone out of place in a direction the body can self-correct but does not, you have to leave it alone. Because that's part of the compensation pattern. And if you do treat it, what you're going to do is you're going to ruin the compensation pattern to some extent. And once you ruin the compensation pattern to some extent, the things that are out of place that your body cannot self-correct get worse. And that's the answer for every manipulation that doesn't work, and that's the answer for every time manipulation actually makes people worse, which sometimes it does, if people are going to be honest with themselves. And so that's what I discovered and why it's important. But what's more important to me you know, as a layman is, um, excuse the dogs in the park outside, they're making noise, but what's important is like, okay, for some reason I started humping forward. And then the body does an automatic adjustment because it's uncomfortable and typically one will thrust their pelvis forward. And then that's uncomfortable. You make another, the body does something else. And each time it does that, it's my understanding you get an adhesion or some, you know, something that's attaching in the body that just give that a little support. And you keep, and the body will continue to manipulate. So you might have hundreds of these. So my understanding, it's like going toward the outside of the onion and releasing these from whatever shows up at the time. And that's why it's, and, and you guys call it unwinding. Is that what, is that how it's, is that what it's about? Well, that, that's true. All right. And so, you know, so what happens is, uh, 
a, a, a bone goes out of place in a direction your body cannot self-correct, you know, because there's no muscles pulling in the direction needed. And so you start creating uh, compensation patterns for that by moving other bones out of place in the direction the body can or cannot self-correct either way, all right? So you start making all these compensation patterns, all right? And so then, then your body has to compensate for that and so on and so forth. Now, as you say, um, or as you said, uh, the body, the spine, and everything starts twisting. And on the inside, it creates adhesions in the meninges. Um, medical people call these perineural adhesions. So peri means around and neural is nerve. So uh, it, it's adhesions around where the spinal cord uh, and, and nerves are. And, you know, those are, it's covered by the meninges, which are, um, it's a Latin word for coverings. And so you have that, right? So um, you do get these adhesions, and it does stick you there. And that's actually, uh, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up, because one of the things, you know, when you ask me what's important, what I discovered and what's important, one of the things that's really important is just manipulation alone will never work. And the reason just manipulation alone will never work is because you have these meningeal adhesions, and no matter how hard you push on them, you're not going to change the position of the bone if you have these adhesions in there. They're just too strong to let that change. And so that, you know, in, in, until you do what's called a meningeal release, which is to push in exactly the right direction um, and stretch them apart, they never come apart. And this is, this is why when uh, Dr. Wong started treating you, that your body started straightening up almost immediately is because he pulled apart the adhesions there. Now, what you talked about with unwinding and, like, the layers of an onion uh, is also true because what happens is as your body gets more stable, it starts to unlock the bones that are stuck and they move back into a better position. And so as you're more stable, then your body can start letting go of the compensations, you know, because the compensations are there because your body's unstable. So as, as one part of your body gets more stable, then your body starts letting go of the compensations in other parts of your body. And if you take x-rays and actually measure it out, what you discover is your body literally unwinds like a big spring or a big rubber band that's all twisted up, untwisting. And it, it's actually pretty amazing uh, I did my research using standing and sitting full spine x-rays to measure um, what was happening with the spine in different positions. And as you watch over the time you're treating somebody, if you measure each angle of each vertebrae, what you discover is that the body is literally and the spine is literally untwisting like a big rubber band. Um, if you if you take a very high speed video and you um, uh, watch a rubber band that is all twisted up, untwisting, and you know you can see it in slow motion. If you look at the directions they go and you look at the mathematics of how it unwinds, 
and then you take somebody's spine, and we took standing and sitting full spine x-rays, um, depending upon the person, every two to six weeks over the course of a couple of years of their treatment. And I did this way back in the 80s and early 90s. Uh, if you measure it out, you see that the motions are almost exactly the same. And there's a reason for this. The reason is that the, uh, everybody tells you about the spinal cord acting as uh, the nerves. But what they don't tell you is the spinal cord is also a structural component, all right? The, the spinal cord actually acts like a big rubber band going from your tailbone up into your head. And the person who discovered this was a, a neurosurgeon. His name was uh, Al Bragg, and he wrote uh, three books. In the late 60s, he wrote a book, uh, Biomechanics of the Central Nervous System, which was when he was beginning his discoveries. In uh, the mid-70s, he wrote a book, uh, Adverse Mechanical Tension in the Central Nervous System. And a lot of people think this is a neurological book, and it is. It talks about the nerves, but it's also a structural engineering book because it talks about the effects that altered mechanics of the spine and body have on the nerves. And, you know, chiropractors talk about nerve pinching. And Brig, uh very specifically says that nerve pinching is irrelevant. It has nothing to do with anything, except that it causes a stretch in the membrane of the nerve. And the issue is not that people have nerve pinching. The issue is people have nerve stretching. And if you think about it, if you tuck in your shirt into the back of your uh, pants, tightly or your skirt, uh, you know, if you're not wearing pants, and you bend forward, you can feel your shirt stretching from bottom to top. And that happens on the inside with your spinal cord. And as your spinal cord stretches, you lose the, uh, or the nerves stop working. And this was confirmed by... Um, uh, another neurosurgeon named uh, Yamada, Shoki Yamada. Uh, he was in Southern California, and he did his research in the uh, late 90s and early 2000s. Uh, if you look um, up his research, uh, he wrote a paper called Adult Tethered Cord Syndrome, and in it he discusses and talks about um, exactly how this works, and if you take the stretch off the cord, you get relief of many, many different neurological syndromes. And this is the same thing Bregg said in the 1970s. Now, Bregg wrote that book and talked about that, and he talked about how harmful traction was. Because if you have injury to the nervous system and you put somebody in traction, you're stretching the nerves. And stretching the nerves is the thing that stops them from working. And so he wrote, uh, about 10 years later, he wrote a book, uh, Skull Traction and Cervical Cord Injury. Uh, cervical is neck, you know, so skull traction and, and neck injury, in which he said, everything I wrote in the 70s has over 10 years of clinical experience and research 
been shown to be exactly correct. And so this is not something that is somebody's idea. Uh, this is not something that is uh, coming out from left field and, you know, uh, some weird guy who has some idea. This is a thoroughly researched set of, uh, set of things. And the, the, the research on advanced biostructural correction itself, my, my method of body correction, uh, is just starting to be published. Um, the first paper was published this year, uh, and it had to do with the testing. Um, you know, your, your audience doesn't know, but you know, Dr. Sue, that um, when uh, you go in to get treated, the practitioner stands behind you and he pushes on various spots and then checks the level of your head. And so when you're doing research, you, you want to know, is this a reliable measure? And uh, that was actually published earlier this year, and they uh, showed just about the highest correlation uh, between practitioners measuring other people and practitioners checking someone and then later rechecking them. Uh, it showed the highest level of consistency uh, anywhere. And then later, you know, we'll talk about um, the, the rest as we do more research. Um, one thing your, uh, your audience might want to do is if they go on that website, uh, which is IWantABrandNewBody.today, um, there is a link there to learn uh, what we call the first rib maneuver. All right, we call it the ABC first rib maneuver for advanced biostructural correction first rib maneuver. And that is something even your, um, your audience can uh, sign up for and learn how to do on themselves for free. And they will discover something that is extremely important. Um, you know how everybody's talking about posture these days? Well, what you're going to discover is if you do this first rib maneuver, it gets your body to have good posture with no effort. So what, what happens is if your first rib falls forward and, you know, you have one on each side, uh, it lo your body loses bone leverage and your shoulders roll forward Are you and the about top one-third of your chest. Are you talking about the clavicles, bones, and are you talking about the clavicles, the bones in the front? Well, y yes. But it, it's actually not the clavicle. The clavicle, for the people who don't know, or is the, it's the collarbone. Or C7 or C6 or something that's coming forward. Well, well, what happens is if you have, if you have the, the bottom bone in your neck, the bottom uh, spinal bone in your neck come forward. And, and th that's an interesting thing. See, you don't have a neck, a back, and a low back. All right? You've got a spine and... In, in the middle of the spine, you have ribs attached to the spine, and so they call it, above the ribs, they call it your neck, and then they call it your chest, and then they call it your lower back. But the truth is, your, your spine is a single, synchronized unit, and every part of your spine works together at the same time. You can't affect one part without the other. But to answer your question directly, what I'm talking about is when one of your ribs, not even the spinal bone, but one of your ribs falls forward, and particularly the first rib way up on top by your neck, all right? So when that falls forward, your shoulders roll forward, 
and your head comes forward and the entire one-third of your chest, the top of your chest, collapses on the middle of your chest, and that causes you not to be able to breathe well, and it compresses your heart also. And so if you learn and do this first rib maneuver that gets the first rib back into position, immediately your shoulders stay up and back all by themselves with no effort. And if you do what they call spirometry, which is measuring how much air you're breathing, immediately almost everyone has a 20% increase in their breathing. So like people who have COPD, which is, you know, chronic obstructive pulmonary disorder, uh, where they have, they can't breathe well, or people have asthma, things like that, they get the first rib maneuver done, and immediately their breathing improves beyond what it does with just about anything else. And then when your body pops up, you can find out, oh, my God, all these people who say that you have to do exercise and everything to work to hold up your posture, it's just not true. If your bones are aligned properly, your body stays upright all by itself. And if they go on the website, they'll see all these pictures of people who are slumped over and then standing straight. And people think they're working to stand up straight, but that's not true. Those people are relaxed and their body stays up all by itself. Just like, you know, as you were talking with yours, all right, you used to be all slumped over and now you're, I mean, you don't slump over anywhere near as much and with no effort. So that's what's going on as far as that goes. Um, but this is something that uh, they can go on the website and, uh, you know, they, you give us your email address. And then we send you a link to a video, which is me teaching you how to do this on yourself and other people, and it works phenomenally well. And uh, that's that's one way people can find out that this is not just some guy talking about, you know, the, the, the next idea he has. This is something that is physically there and noticeable at, by everybody anywhere and can be done by anybody anywhere. Yeah, I'd like so that's, to summarize. That's one big deal there. Because, for example, I, you know, my spine's got kyphosis, scoliosis, and I've grown an inch to this process. And as he described, what happens is, you know, for example, if we lean, some bones out of place, we lean forward. Then the next thing that happens is to compensate, our hips get thrust forward, and our body keeps twisting to uh, align with the previous. Um, problem and each time you get a meningeal adhesion which is kind of a strap on the meninges and so his process undoes that you know you know like an onion going from inside out and can remedy a lot of issues such as kyphosis and scoliosis and uh, a lot of other you know chiropractic issues as well so uh -huh. what yeah, I understand that only 5% or so of the chiropractors even know about the ABCs or the meningeal, meningeal realignment um, program. I, I don't, so I don't think it? it's even 5%. I, I don't think it's even 5%. And the worst thing is um, I went to give all this research to the chiropractors, and uh, it also... It also shows um, how chiropractors hurt people when they do, all right? You know, it doesn't happen often, but it does happen. So uh, they get upset 
<laughs> because um, they say that they don't want to acknowledge that manipulation can hurt people at all. And because they don't want to acknowledge that manipulation can hurt people, they don't want to acknowledge ABC. And, you know, my point is, well, the, the medical people will tell you that um, people don't realize that um, the, I believe it's the largest or second largest cause of uh, death in the United States is medical care. And, you know, people say medical mistakes, but it's not medical mistakes. It's just medical care, period. It might be and, the third. Um, you know, yeah. I'll say, say that again? It might be the third. Uh, third, okay. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's one of the largest causes of death in the United States. And, you know, the medical people don't deny it or, or try and hide it or anything like that. They come right out and say, yeah, you know, we're, we're trying to fix bodies. We're doing the best we can. And sometimes, unfortunately, it causes uh, harm. And, you know, we're, we're trying not to do that, but it happens. And so, um, you know, it, if the chiropractors would just stop insisting that everything they do is good and recognize that sometimes when you move the bones, you move them into a bad place and it causes problems, then they can make chiropractic consistently and predictably effective. And it would help them tremendously and would help the entire world tremendously. But rather than admit that something bad can happen, they want to ignore that and they want to say, no, everything is good and, you know, everything we do is good and there's no reason to change anything. And it's a shame. It's a shame. Because, you know, the, the people who are proponents of chiropractic and osteopathy and, and any other form of manipulation uh, are right about what can happen and what does happen. And the people who are um, against chiropractors or osteopathy or any manipulation, uh, they're right too. You know, the, the issue is it's unpredictable, and the reason it's unpredictable is because they don't operate off of the datum that there are bones out of place that the body cannot self-correct because there are no muscles pulling in the direction needed. And there are bones out of place in the direction the body can self-correct, but does not because they are part of a compensation pattern for the imbalances caused by the bones out of place that the body cannot self-correct. And so, I mean, it, it, that's what advanced biostructural correction is based on. And we've got about 30 years of people uh, unwinding and going through all this and, and getting better. And uh, people ask me uh, about the research and everything. And unfortunately for <laughs> me and, and the world, I didn't realize what I discovered when I discovered it. And I had uh, about uh, 15 years, 17 years of x-rays, a series of x-rays on people treating standing and sitting full spine x-ray series. Um, and I had all this information. And when I retired from my, when I closed my practice and started teaching, um, I, I just, uh, I, I hate to admit it, but I was a little stupid about it. Um, I just 
uh, sold the x-rays for the silver, you know, because I had nowhere to store them there. It, it takes up an enormous amount of space. Uh, I sold them at, with my practice, and uh, all that research is gone and now has to be redone. But, uh, you know, this is, this is not some idea that people have. This is uh, hard science. And nobody who is taking x-rays of parts of the spine, you know, if they take an x-ray of your neck or they take an x-ray of your low back or they take an x-ray of just your chest or something, nobody who takes sectional x-rays is ever going to make a discovery that is significant because, as I said, the, 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 the spinal cord and the meninges, the coverings of the spinal cord, act as a big rubber band going from the tailbone up to the head. And it creates a synchronized unit where you can't move any one thing without affecting everything else. Um, something actually your viewers can do right now to, to demonstrate that, that to themselves is they can do that with their breathing. Whether they're sitting down or standing, if you just stop for a second and breathe in and out through your nose and notice how much air goes in and out of your nasal passages and then stay in exactly the same place, but just squeeze your toes together as hard as you can. And immediately, when you breathe in and out through your nose with your toes squeezed, you'll find out it changes. And, and that's even true if you're sitting down. You know, if you're standing up, all right, it changes the way you weight bear, and you could come with all these excuses. But if you're sitting down, your legs are not even bearing really any weight. And it still changes the way you breathe. So this is this is something to know and uh, be able to test. And um, what you find with advanced biostructural correction is that it is consistent. And there are no excuses for somebody not to have the results we're talking about. Um, I, you... I, I have yet, I mean... Why Go ahead. Is your toes? Does your breathing change? I'm sorry. Say that again. Why, when you squeeze your toes, does your breathing change? Well, it it changes because you change the the when you're pulling with your muscles, you change the way the bones are aligned in your feet, and that changes the way the bones are aligned in your calf, the way it twists, and that changes the way the femur, the thigh bone twists, and that changes the way that your pelvis twists, and that changes the shape of your spine a little bit, and the most important thing is it changes the tension on your spinal cord and meninges. And when it changes the tension on your spinal cord and meninges, it pulls the meninges go up around your brain and attach to the inside of your head, and it changes the shape of your head a little bit. And that's what changes your breathing. You know, the, the, the chiropractors are all about you affect the nerves and the nerves affect this, and, and that's a bunch of baloney, okay? It, it's not that the nerves don't affect things. It's that the structural thing happens first. First, something goes wrong with your body structurally, and that causes stretch and problems with the nerves, and then other things happen. So, so the whole basis of chiropractic is... You know, that I, people don't realize that chiropractors gave up on saying bones go out of place and that's what the problem is. 
And the reason they gave up on this, uh, I actually ran into this in the 1970s when I was in school. Um, there was a guy named Dr. Sawyer, Dr. Charles Sawyer, at Northwestern College of Chiropractic. And he said, uh, he was talking and he said, they did a research project with x-rays and everything else trying to find out what type of patient would be the ideal chiropractic patient and what type of manipulation would work best. And they found out that they could not narrow down what type of person would be an ideal chiropractic patient. And if you think about it, that makes sense. You can't narrow it down because anybody who's got a body and makes the body, you know, and the body goes funky, needs to get treated, all right, needs to get their body corrected. So, so you can't, you know, the, the narrow it down to anybody who has a body. So, so it can't be narrowed down. <clears throat> the next thing is they would take somebody who has a curve in their spine, and they would try and push that curve, you know, push the bone back into place, and thus make the curve less. Well, what they discovered was when they treated people, a lot of times those curves got bigger, right? So, so more than 50% of the time, the curves actually got bigger. And That's what, what happened didn't to me with my British osteopath. He kept pushing it down and it got worse. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And and you can get, I mean, thousands and thousands of people will tell you the same thing. You know, they they actually have a thing in, in chiropractic where they talk about what they say, mirror image adjusting. And it's the silliest thing in the world because if you take a front view x-ray and something is going to the left, they say, well, you push it to the right. And that'll help straighten it out. But that doesn't take into account the three-dimensional nature of the twist. All right? It's not, you know, when, when people look at a scoliosis, all right, the medical people and, and the chiropractors, too, they take a front view or back view x-ray, you know, looking at the person either from the front or the back, and they look at the sideways bend in the spine. Well, this is the most ridiculous thing in the world because as the body untwists, the spine is going to go in lots of different directions, right? Um, as, as you discovered with yours, when you started getting treated by Dr. Wong, what happened was your body started popping up. So the important information is on a side view x-ray, and anybody who has a scoliosis can ignore the front view uh, x-rays or the back view x-rays. And what you want to look at is the side view x-ray. And anybody who goes to a advanced biostructural correction practitioner will discover that immediately on the first day, their body starts to pop up. And, and this is what you discovered also. Is that correct? If you mean getting better, if you mean pop up getting better, yes. Yeah, your, your body's just, you know, you were, you were curved over in, in a kyphosis, which means a forward curve, and immediately you were less curved forward. Correct. And, yeah, and, and if you go on the, the website, you know, I want a brand new body dot today, you'll see pictures of people who are slumped over, and, and immediately after getting treated, they're standing straighter, 
with no effort. You know, everybody thinks they're standing up straight and using muscles, but they're not. They're completely relaxed and their bodies are more upright with, with no effort. So that improves your breathing. That improves your heart function. Um, it, it helps line up your organs for other things. Um, actually, people who have, as I said, COPD uh, get treated this way. Um, the, the doctors treating them all report that within two to three weeks, they have no measurable COPD effects. Their heart is back to normal function, and they can breathe to the point where they no longer have trouble. Um, one, one guy, um, his name is Manik Karandi, and he's in India, and he's a medical doctor who is looking for uh, treatment for low back pain, and he found the ABC on the Internet on uh, meningorelease.com, and uh, he sent for the course, and he did the course, and he sent me an email that he had a woman who had um, such bad uh, obstruction in her lungs and, and it was affecting her heart, she couldn't walk 10 meters without oxygen. You know, meters about a yard. She couldn't, she couldn't walk 10 meters without oxygen. And he did advanced biostructural correction uh, with her. And by the end of the week, she was walking a kilometer with no oxygen, and a kilometer is a thousand meters. You know, so it's, it's it's a little bit more than a half a mile. So, so she went from not being able to walk thirty feet without oxygen to being able to walk two thirds of a mile with no problem and no oxygen. And and this is a typical. You, you know how. Um, when they show you the weight loss things and, and things like that, they say it's, um, you know, this is not a typical result. You know, they, they have this small disclaimer. Well, with ABC, we have a very large statement that these are the typical results. And it's, I mean, for, for somebody not to get these results, it has to be that the practitioner is not doing what they're supposed to be doing as far as ABC goes. And, and we have a, a lot question. of trouble with that. Uh, you've pointed out that you've got more than 400 Amish practitioners. Many of the, and they're not all, they're not chiropractors. You also mentioned at one point that your youngest certified practitioner was 14 years old and when she was 19 had a very large practice. So it sounds like uh, you don't need to be a chiropractor to have a practice using the advanced biostructural correction technique. Is that correct? Well, well, in the United States, um, there is a thing called private member association. All right? And, you know, golf clubs have this and, and other clubs have this. Uh, if you create a private club or a private member association, because of the First Amendment in the United States that allows us to assemble and do as we please, as long as it doesn't harm a third party, as long as you create a private member association and the people uh, join your association and then ask to get treated, no, you don't have to have a license of any sort. And anybody can learn this. And anybody who doesn't think they can learn it, because there is an online course, Keep in mind that Amish people, uh, because of their religion, don't get more than an eighth-grade education. 
And so if an eighth grader can learn this or somebody who's only got an eighth grade education can learn this, you can too. The, the course starts teaching you the anatomy that you need to know. You know, not all anatomy, just the anatomy you need to know. And then takes you through how to find what you need to fix and do all the maneuvers. And people do this course, and within two or three weeks, they're helping people beyond what they can imagine. And, you know, the chiropractors criticize this as, oh, my God, you know, you might kill people. This It's a bunch of baloney. All right? Very few people that come to ABC practitioners uh, are having problems that where they need to go to the hospital. It's a, it's a very small amount of people. There are There are some, but it's a very small amount of people. And if ABC doesn't help, the practitioners send them for medical evaluation immediately. So that's you know that that's what happens as far as private individuals learning this and doing this. And where do they and, and what are the websites they go to again? Is that I want a brand new body dot today? Is there any com or org at the end of that, or, or is it just dot today? No, you could you could. You can do it either way. It's it's either I want a brand new body dot today, or I want a brand new body today dot com. Either one. Okay. And to find a practitioner, they go to Advanced Biostructural Correction or a Meningeal Release. They go to Meningeal Release. So Meningeal is you know having to do with the meninges, which are the coverings of the spinal cord and brain. And, you know, people look at me funny and I say, well, you've heard of meningitis, right? And they say, yeah. Well, meningitis is the coverings of the spinal cord and brain. So this is meningeal release, which has to do with, you know, release and then relating to the meninges. So that's what's there. Meningealrelease.com? Yes. So let me spell that for the audience. It's M-E-N-I-N-G-E-A-L. That's meningeal. And then release, R-E-L-E-S-E. I hope I spelled it correctly, dot com. So that's how you can... No, you didn't. Release, the the word release, dot com. Yes. Yeah. So that's how you can find a practitioner near where you are. And it's in many countries. It's not only in the U.S. And there's also his site... Advanced Biostructural Correction, and the I Want a Brand New Body Today, so you can get more information and find out where and how to take the courses so you can learn to do this, you know, for your friends, for yourself, and even if you want to start a practice. Yes. I, I hope I didn't talk too much. I know I, I, know oh, I, you never I, I started too and gave much, a lot Jesse. of information. We know that. So, anyway... <laughs> My goal is to get your message out, so that's all I want to do. And we probably only have a couple more minutes. So uh, what uh, are the important points you want the listener to go away with, and you know, what are the main points? Well, the main points are, number one, your body can be fixed. Now, a- ABC is not going to handle cancer, infections, fractures, diabetes, or things like that. But just about anything else literally is part of a structural problem or chain of problems, and ABC handles it fantastically. Uh, That's number one. Number two is you can learn this yourself and do it for yourself and your family and friends. Um, It's not that expensive to learn, especially if you think about 
you know, what it costs to go to a chiropractor once a week for a, for a year or something like that. Uh, the cost is very, very reasonable. And uh, we support you. If you have questions, you call in and we give you your support. So the, the takeaways are you can do this yourself. You can be helped. Uh, we have more chronic pain people who no longer have chronic pain uh, after getting ABC than we can count. Uh, and, you know, they all say, why isn't this out there? And the answer is the chiropractors don't want to admit that they can cause harm, so they won't adopt it. And the medical people, um, you know, pe- people ascribe bad things to them, but they're, the individual medical doctors are very dedicated people. Okay, it's very rare that they're not dedicated people. Their education just goes in a different direction. And so, you know, that's perfectly understandable. So those are your big takeaways. You can do this yourself, and you can get more help than you imagine. So, listener, here we, what we did is rather than just look at surface and treating symptoms like pounding your spine to where it doesn't want to go and can't sustain, uh, we're looking at the underlying situation, looking underneath the hood, and we find out what we can do for poor posture versus various other um, spinal problems such as kyphosis and scoliosis. So I ask you to share this with your friends, share it with your physicians, share it with your chiropractor, and above all, be well. We got the power to change the world. Thank you for listening. Occupy Health with Dr. Susan Downs can be heard live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to better health for you this week.